Welcome to Outside by Design, the podcast about the business side of creativity in the outdoor industry. I talk to some of our industry's finest leaders, entrepreneurs, freelancers, and creatives about crafting a life and a career based upon being outside. What's up, all you outdoor creatives and marketing managers and editorial people? Welcome back to Outside by Design. I am your host, Lisa Slagle, owner of Wheelie Creative, which is a creative agency for people who thrive outside. Thanks for being here today. Uh, Today, I am talking to Ash Bocast, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Ash owns Rome Events with her partner, Andy, and they put on the legendary Rome Bike Fest, which is probably the funnest, most legendary event in mountain biking for ladies. Uh, today, Ash is talking about Rome Bike Fest, which the next one is happening at the end of October in Sedona, and their plans for 2019. And if you would like to know the best Walmart parking lot in the country, as far as beautiful views go, you're going to want to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Enjoy the podcast. Um, Well, Ash, thank you so much for being here on the podcast today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. The first question we ask everyone is to describe where you are. Right now, (laughs) I am in a parking lot outside of Barnes Noble in Bend, Oregon. Um, It's a lovely day, and there's lots of traffic. I know exactly where you are. I lived in Bend, Oregon for a summer. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The Safeways close by and Costco, all of our favorite spots that we end up at in and around events. Amazing. Do you know where I am right now? Um, I did get a text message from one of your coworkers with a video of you in a closet. (laughs) (laughs) It's really bad. It's a great place to record. It's it's what all the great podcasters have been doing since the beginning of podcasting. So, yeah. And I didn't know, I didn't know we were going to record a podcast today. And this is the quietest place I could find. Well, I think that's totally appropriate. Yeah, I have the podcast mic on like. A bucket of paint or something something <laughs> so it's really classy hustler's got a hustle <laughs> yeah so um i'm really excited about rome bike fest that's coming up and for everyone who doesn't know andy and ash so you're i'll let you talk about you, yourselves um travel around in a bus in a big teal bus so tell everybody all about it because um if they see you on the road they need to know who you are Yeah, no, especially because we have not gotten around to branding said bus. Uh, Yeah, so um, I own a company called Rome Events with my partner, Andy Zoltan. And Andy's actually inside sending off emails planning our 2019 schedule right now. So she's not here in the bus with me. But um, we travel around the country hosting several different kinds of women's mountain bike events. Um, So the the big shebang to end our 2018 season is Rome Bike Fest that's happening at the end of October in Sedona, Arizona. Three-day women's mountain bike festival. It's the only one in the world. Um, our whole gig across our events is that we don't do skills clinics. Like we're just 
here to ride bikes and have fun and provide other learning opportunities, like how to work on your bike, like how does the suspension work? How do I plan adventure travel? Those kinds of things. Um, so Rome Bike Fest, that's a big focus, like demoing bikes, shopping, all the awesome apparel vendors that we have coming. Um, and really just kind of giving ladies an opportunity to ride with one another in an inclusive and supportive environment that's really, really, really fun. Um, and then next year we are gearing up to host 10 different retreats that we call our Rome retreats around the country. And those are all inclusive women's mountain bike vacations. Um, and when I say all inclusive, it is like the real deal. So you show up, we provide specialized bikes to you. They're carbon bikes. They're super high end, really fun to play on. Um, we do all the food, we provide beer and wine and, um, we even go out and buy some tequila and margaritas on occasion. Um, and we've got shuttles. And if we go to a place that has lift access, we pay for your lift tickets. I mean, it's just, it's really the all-inclusive vacation experience. And then um, we do a few other events aside from Rome Bike Fest and Rome Retreats. You can tell by how long I'm talking that we do a lot. <laughs> um, and that is the Sturdy Dirty Enduro, which is a women's only enduro that happens in the Pacific Northwest. Um, super fun day of racing. We get typically about 200 racers out to shred the gnar and there's lots of bacon and burritos and maybe some alcoholic beverages that take place. Um, and then lastly, we are partnering with Rebecca Rush to help her launch and uh, continue to promote her training academies that she's doing next summer. And uh, we have recently got involved with her event, Rebecca's Private Idaho, which is a really fun uh, multi-day gravel race that happens in Sun Valley. Uh, yeah. So we keep ourselves busy. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. I don't know when you sleep. Uh, well, usually we, it's, uh, it, I know where we usually sleep, which is usually like on the side of the road outside of a house somewhere, but <laughs> <laughs> there are times that we don't sleep much, um, but we nest in the winter. So we just kind of go into hibernation and it all works out. That's it. Are you going to spend the winter in Colorado? We are actually, um, we are going to be in Seattle with Andy's folks for a bit and in California with my family for a little bit. And then there is talk about maybe going to Sandpoint, Idaho. Um, and yeah, and staying with some friends who have some carpentry skills and buildings that would be conducive to doing a redesign for the bus build out. So um, that's, we love playing with power tools. So that's conducive to that. <laughs> I would love if you guys were in Sandpoint because that's just a short drive from Whitefish. I know. Yeah, it's not too far, hey? Yeah. Um, yeah, so this winter we are going to be a little bit more mobile. Last winter we, we posted up in Colorado, um, and that was totally appropriate for the, the game plan for last winter. But I think this winter um, we, we travel so much we don't get to see our family as much. So just kind of spending some quality time with them is a, a priority for us, and we're really – lucky that we get to create a schedule that kind of allows for us to do that in longer periods of time. Beautiful, beautiful life. Yeah. yeah. So Rome Bike Fest, funnest event in the whole wide world. It's pretty damn fun. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was in Copper Harbor, Michigan. Do you know where that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they do the Copper Harbor Women's Weekend there. 
Yeah, I was just there doing shuttles, like in the van out in the middle of nowhere. And I had on my Rome jersey that I like to wear while I'm biking. Nice. And this woman came up to me and she was like, have you been to Rome Bike Fest? (laughs) I was like, yes, I have been. Um, And she's like, is it as fun as I've been hearing? And I was like, multiply whatever you have in your head times three. Oh my gosh. I hope it's that fun. It's really fun for us, which is really weird because I mean, even my concept of event management is, you know, your events, if you do them well, should not necessarily be bad, stressful, like events inherently are stressful and that's totally comes with it. And like, I thrive on stress, so it's actually fun for me. Um, but to just genuinely and gleefully and maybe a little bit drunkenly be having so much fun during one of my own events is still a pretty strange concept. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, even at our retreats and at the Sturdy Dirty and at Rebecca's events, we have a blast, but I think it's kind of exactly what you said, like it's amplified at Rome Bike Fest. And I think that just has to do with the number of ladies there and, um, the vendors are just all super on board. We send out this ridiculous email to them, like kind of setting the stage and managing expectations. Um, and yeah, a lot of it is just like, we're here to have fun and we're here to party. And if you're planning on standing in your tent and being boring all weekend, like don't bother coming. Um, <laughs> and they totally get with the program and they throw down some pretty epic experiences that just really add to the whole vibe. Yeah. And you get to try on all the gear and ride all the bikes. And yeah, it is crazy how many bikes we have coming. Like, like people are asking, you know, oh, well, I'm flying or I'm traveling from far away or like my bike just is not something that I really want to try riding in Sedona because it needs a little help. Um, Can I like just plan on demoing a bike? And we have... I think like six or seven bike companies coming. So, you know, Specialized, Live Cycling, Yeti Cycles, Pivot, Ibis, Rocky Mountain is coming. We might have one or two others that we're trying to squeeze into the venue. We have a super small, intentionally a very small venue to keep things really intimate and kind of like summer camp feeling. Um, But yeah, one of the drawbacks of that is we have to say no once we fill up the spaces and we're kind of in that. We're like, can we fit somebody over this like cactus garden bush area? Like, could we make that work? Um, So yeah, so a tremendous number of bikes and it's not like the other huge bike festivals where you're lining up at 6am and like sprinting to go get a bike. Um, We purposely have the, the number of bikes is is kind of congruent with the number of people we hope to have come to the event so that, you know, you can go demo the bike that you want in the size that you want as many times as you want. Um, and, you know, that take that with a grain of salt, like that doesn't always play out. But generally speaking, um, it's really about having intimate interactions with the demo driver who can get you set up on a bike and you're not just like, you know, a cattle getting prodded through the rows and rows and rows and rows of tents trying to scramble to get a bike in your size. Um, We definitely want it to be more fun, more relaxing um, and have the time uh, to go and like ask questions about the products that you're potentially riding or buying or, you know, whatever it is. So definitely more small scale, more relaxed. And yeah, we use the word fun a lot, but a lot more fun. Yeah. I like it. The um, Brevard Rome Bike Fest that I was at, 
I was trying the 650B plus wheels. I was doing 29ers. Like I got to ride things I wouldn't normally get to ride. And, you know, I might have to get a 29er next. Uh, I have, I'm on all 29ers and I used to be a 29er hater. And I think that, like the engineering and technology for bikes have come a long way in the last couple of years. And man, they are way more playful and less boat feeling <laughs> than they used to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And, and I think the other thing too, about Rome bike fest that, um, is something we're really proud of and, and really proud of our partners for investing in is that we provide a lot of educational opportunities that are not skills clinics. So we have a million friends who are fantastic coaches and um, we actually are probably some of the biggest proponents and supporters of people going and taking skills clinics, not just women, but guys too. Uh, but that's just not the experience that we provide. But we understand and appreciate that having a learning experience is, is can really be awesome as well. So, you know, we have Sarah from I9 coming to give a workshop on like, what is the difference between crappy wheels and a really awesome wheel set? And like, why are hubs made differently? And what the hell is that clicking sound when like you hear a quote, nice hub? Um so just different learning opportunities and, and ways to engage with other women in the industry and other mountain bikers from around the country and even Canada. And we might have some ladies from some other countries coming. Um, it's just, it's really exciting. It's a really fun, fun weekend. Yeah. I'll be there. I, I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm going to see who else from Wheelie wants to come, but I, uh, you know, all of them probably, <laughs> It's so much fun. We're just going to have to shut down the office and go ride bikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Do you ever feel like there's too much to do in one day between the work and the family and the skiing and the skiing and the mountain biking and the skiing? There's just too much to do and you don't have time to go to the grocery store, but you'd like to cook. Well, guess what? There's a solution where you can get food ordered to your door. It's awesome. But you know what's even more awesome? WheelieCreative.com. It's a creative agency for outdoor brands. We believe that life should be lived, felt, and shouted from mountaintops. And Wheelie is a new school creative agency for people who thrive outside. But wait, you may be thinking, Lisa, isn't that your company? Yes, it is. And I'm paying them to edit this podcast. So you get to hear about it. You thought you were going to hear about some type of food delivery service, but I fooled you into listening to another Wheelie Creative commercial. So check it out, wheeliecreative.com. Branding, strategy, design, all kinds of good stuff for the outdoor industry. So, okay, do you know what I've always wanted to ask you, but I've never had the time to ask you? No, ask. Okay, because I run a business, and you run a business, and we're always working. And so what is it like... Because sometimes I'm just like, oh, that looks like the best life ever. And sometimes I'm like, whoa, that would be intense. What is it like just driving around running a business with your partner where you like never really get a break and you don't have like a designated like, here's my office where I go to work and then I leave the work there and I go home. Like, how does that go for you? Oh, uh, it like there's not a, a big middle ground. We kind of run the spectrum of like, 
absolute incredible pinch me. I cannot believe this is real life and this is my job and this is my life that I've created with the person that I love the most in the world. And it's amazing. And then we go all the way to the other to the other end of the spectrum where I'm like driving and I'm in tears and Andy can like not console me because I'm so upset that I'm so exhausted and we can't find Wi-Fi and we blew a tire on the bus. And I mean, like, it is incredibly, incredibly hard. And I mean, you are also an entrepreneur. So you know that, you know, it, when you own your own business and you're running your own business, it is all encompassing. Um, on top of that, for us in particular, because we, our business is traveling full time. Yeah, they're really, it, it never stops. Like our house is our office and our office like follows us wherever we go and our work follows us wherever we go. And we've, we've been more mindful about, um, take, like taking actual days off to unplug, like purposely not check phones or purposely go to an area that we don't have cell service, um, and kind of taking, having some self care days, but those as a new business are very few and far between. Um, and yeah, I think we flex for the gram a little bit. Like we definitely take photos on those highs where, you know, epic vistas, awesome lakes, like being in the outdoors, it's awesome. But the reality is we probably spend about 80% of our time, like on the road, on interstates, in parking lots, at gas stations, hanging out with truckers. Um, not nearly as uh, Instagram worthy. So yeah, it's it's really hard, but it's also really re- rewarding. And actually, I have to point out, uh, Lisa, you had a conversation with me after Rome Bike Fest last year in or uh, last spring in Brevard, where you know we, had, we I think we were both maybe a little tipsy and definitely both exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and you said like, "What is your guy? Like, here's something that I didn't really think about when I started Wheelie, and I just like as a friend and as you know, I I consider you one of my mentors." Um, you kind of pose this question that has really, like, it really struck a chord with me of like, what happens to Rome when you and Andy are not the ones doing it? Like when you're, when you are, you're not capable to be at all the events, whether, you know, for whatever numerous reasons, we might not be at one of our events. Um, And is there a strategy for that? And that is something that we are actively working towards to start implementing next year by bringing in more consistent staff and people that, you know, we're like feeling it out. Like, would we be able to like, do they have the magic touch to run one of these events without us being there so that we can kind of normalize and stabilize our life and eventually kind of work our way towards a more consistent lifestyle that doesn't necessarily involve living out of a bus on the road 300 days out of the year. Um, yeah, because <laughs> it's not super sustainable when you're probably like 45 or 50. And I've been doing it for 15 years. Like that's definitely not where we want to be. But for now, it's amazing. And we're enjoying it. And, you know, we roll with the punches and really appreciate those awesome moments and just kind of grin and bear the the harder ones that happen a lot. <laughs> yeah. And just being able to figure shit out. I think you're really good yeah, at that. Yeah. There, I mean, I think that kind of comes with the territory of events. So it does lend itself to traveling. But yeah, I mean, we blew a tire in the middle of goddamn nowhere uh, a couple of days ago, and it was seven to 12 hours before anybody was going to be able to come out and help us. And so we just opened the trailer and got out some power tools and 
started hacking away at the bus and like we're able to kind of get ourselves into town and out of that sticky situation just by being you know persistent and creative and willing to take some risks <laughs> uh, and that's kind of how we live our life on a pretty daily basis <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, so do you have a favorite truck stop or gas station? Oh, man. Uh, like we go to Love's in general, like the the Love's travel stops just because their gas is a little bit more expensive. So it, I think it keeps like the shadier people away. And I mean, that take that for what it is. Like it might not be the nicest thing to say, but we feel a little bit safer. I mean, we're two women alone <laughs> in a bus that is not super secure. Uh, so we're definitely mindful about where we hang out and roll into at night. Um, but that being said, like truckers are all like, we feel really comfortable around truckers at truck stops, like not rest stops. Rest stops are terrifying to any people traveling out there. Like rest stops are for maybe quick stops. I wouldn't recommend staying the night there. I've heard and seen some pretty sketchy things. Um, yeah, like the truckers are cool. Like they're, they're professionals, like they're professionally driving. So, you know, we're kind of on the same program. I'm gonna have to ask you about that later. Cause I sleep at rest stops all the time. Oh, don't do it. I have a terrifying story in Montana for you. So just, just don't do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've also uh, slept in many a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I tell you about the Walmart parking lot in Polson, Montana? Have you been to it? Because it is amazing. There's like a million <laughs> out the backside. So as long as you're not there on a delivery night where they're delivering everything in the middle of the night. Oh, my gosh. Like maybe one of the best views we've ever had anywhere. And it's like in the back of a Walmart parking lot in Montana. It's amazing. Can you see the lake? I bet you can. You can totally see the lake and it like sunset and all the colors and you're like up on this hill. It's yeah. Wow. A plus Walmart. A plus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you know you've made it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, for real. So what is, is Rome Bike Fest your next event or do you have anything happening before then? Yeah, so we have one last retreat to finish out the year in Moab, Utah. Um, but really, we are just full throttle gearing up for 2019. So um, we primary fo primarily focus the majority of our event season in the spring and in the summer, which is kind of what we've found is when people have a bit more time off and they're kind of like jazzed and ready to go shred bikes and take vacations and all those things. So um, we are actually kind of winding down slash gearing up for the bike festival, but in general, winding down on our event season. Um, and then we'll start things up again in Sedona. We end in Sedona and we start in Sedona and we'll, we'll kick off our first retreats of the season um, in February of 2019. Uh, and what you might not know, I don't think I've talked to you about this yet, Lisa, is that... Uh, we are like 95% sure we are going to be offering a few co-ed retreats this year. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we've been on the women's only train for quite a while now. And apparently there's a lot of jealous boyfriends and husbands. And um, we kind of took a look and talked to some of our partners and um, yeah, we want to give it a try. Like we've had really, really awesome experiences riding with other guys and 
um, you know, we're not, we're not shy about the language we use and uh, setting expectations. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we're going to get a really awesome crew of fellows, hopefully out to some retreats next year. So um, yeah, by popular demand, Rome retreats co-ed. Wow. They're going to be blown away by how good the food is. Uh, I hope we actually, we had a woman who wrote a food book come to three retreats this year. Uh, but she was just at our retreat here in Ben last weekend. And, um, she was like asking if she could showcase our recipes in her next book. And I was like, seriously, <laughs> like, uh, which is great. Cause I actually hate cooking. So it's really ironic that I basically created a company that's glorified catering and that people really, really like the food. Um, which I mean, my family, I always grew up where like, you know, family meals was really important. And I have, I think we all have these shared experiences of like, you know, breaking bread with other people and kind of having the shared experience of having a meal with somebody. And so at Rome, like we really actually, we kind of love that experience. And so we do spend the time to put together menus that are tasty and filling and we cater to everybody. So we have, you know, vegan, dairy-free, vegetarian, meat-tastic. We kind of hit a little bit of everything. Yeah. And lots of alcohol. And lots of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But very little hazing to drink said yeah. alcohol. You can drink, yeah. drink however much or however little you want, but it will be there. Along with LaCroix. Oh, yeah. LaCroix. LaCroix. Yeah. LaCroix. Do you feel like you have nothing in common with traditional ad agencies? Do you count time in powder days and desert trips? Do you own or work for a company that's heavily involved in the outdoor industry? And do you like measurable results that you can understand delivered by people who understand you? Hey, congratulations, you just found your brand's favorite adventure partner. And by that, I mean Wheelie Creative. It's a creative agency for people who thrive outside. Uh, it's a great place to work. It's a great place, great crew to work with. And, and the work we do is meaningful, fun, irreverent, magical. WheelieCreative.com, the best in the business. And, okay, wait. So I'm excited that you are maybe, probably going to have some dude, dude-friendly events. Because mm -hmm. then I can make. Travis will finally get to experience it because I've always been like, oh, and then I did this and it was the best and it was the best and nothing will ever be more fun again. Um, <laughs> you can't I'll, come. <laughs> you can't come and I'll never ever have as much fun in my life again as I just did. Um, and so it, where, are you going to do that? Say you're going to do that in Whitefish, are you? Yeah. So what we're doing is we're taking uh, three of our favorite locations and we are doing back-to-back -back weekends. So what we'll do is... Um, in Sedona, in Whitefish, and in Oak Ridge, Oregon, we will do a women's only weekend, and then that will be followed by a co-ed weekend, or vice versa. We're not exactly sure what will come first. But um, so the idea is, you know, A, make our lives a little bit easier because it's exhausting traveling from place to place, and to be able to do back-to-back -back weekends in the same location is going to be really awesome. Um, and then we know the places already. So we, like we picked three locations that would lend themselves to couples along with people who are just coming as solo travelers. Uh, so they've got like a nice variety of, you know, shared rooms, private rooms, queen beds, that kind of thing, um, camping. So it, 
kind of will lend itself to us being able to kind of knock it out of the park two weekends in a row. Does that mean you're going to stay in Whitefish a little longer than normal? <laughs> that means that we will get at least two weekends in Whitefish. Um, yeah, that this is, I mean, between you and me, Lisa, we've been really upset that we've had to leave Whitefish so quickly after events the last two years. So uh, yeah, back-to-back weekends for sure happening at the Whitefish Bike Retreat. We're really excited. Yeah, this is going to be amazing. I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah amazing that's really amazing oh question then since you're going to bring some dudes on board you know to these mm-hmm. events and let them in on the secret are you gonna have like a dude on staff Ooh, um probably not <laughs> um i mean andy's a professional bike mechanic we we've been able to handle everything ourselves with a crew of lady shredders so far so um, I'm not saying no, like if we find an awesome guy that wants to be a ride leader or something, you know, that's all good, but very likely the staff will stay all female. Um, and it's really interesting what we've observed happens when either a good portion or the majority of participants are female. Um, the guys behave a little bit differently and they kind of get to, I think, relax. I think guys have it really hard with you know, expectations and egos and, and not necessarily their egos, but like the expectation that they're, they have one or, you know, all of the things that men get the rap for. I think that when they get to show up at an event where the women outnumber them, um, I think they get to relax a little bit. And I think that they get to be themselves a little bit more. And, and so we're hoping that by having an event that will still be majority women and led by women, um, it'll be kind of a nice reprieve for the fellas too, who decide to join us. Yeah. And we're going to get some sweet baritone voices at those campfires. Oh my gosh. Maybe a couple of them will be able to play music and we can just really rock it out during our little campfire serenades. I play the egg shaker cause that's all I'm good for. Yeah. Gabby played a drawer because we forgot the jambe. <laughs> <laughs> Drawers work too. <laughs> yes. Well, that's really, really exciting. Um, is there, is there anything else while we're wrapping up this podcast? Is there anything else I haven't asked you about that you want to tell people about? Yeah. No. So we, a couple things. One is people always ask us like, what's the difference between a Rome bike fest and a Rome retreat? So just really quickly, Rome bike fest is a festival. Your lodging is not necessarily included. We do one meal with the whole group of lots of people, um, but it is a festival. So just kind of conjure up in your head what a festival looks like. It definitely leans and lends itself more towards that. And then a retreat is an all-inclusive vacation. So your lodging is taken care of, food, beverage, shuttles, guides, all of that. So um, when people look at our events and they see the price point differences um, and they seemingly are very similar, there's actually a lot more involved in a retreat than there is at the bike festival. So just to clarify that, because we get to ask that a lot. And then I think the other thing is um, we kind of target a different demographic than a lot of bike events. And not to say that somebody who's newer to riding or, you know, hasn't 
gotten a lot of hours on their bike, can't come and enjoy themselves at the majority of our events, but we definitely cater and gear ourselves more towards women who identify as mountain bikers. So, you know, you're as obsessed with bikes as we are, you're spending all of your disposable income on bikes and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, And not to say you have to be like the world's best shredder, but I think a lot of ladies who join our events who are really advanced riders um, come in expecting us to be really handholdy and like frou-frou-y. And that's definitely not the experience that we uh, curate. So it's just, it's shred as much as you want, as hard as you want, as far as you want. Um, and, and, you know, wherever you fall on the spectrum is totally fine. But if you're an absolute shredder, like these are definitely the events for you as well. Um, and I think that's an offering that you can't, you don't really, you know, outside of like competition, it's really hard to find events where you can just go and like shred until your legs stop working. Um, but you can definitely come do that with us. I love Rome Bike Fest because you come in, whether you drive or you fly, there's a bike to ride. And then you just spend the whole weekend shredding and making friends. And like, I have so many friends that I've made from coming to two Rome Bike Fests. Yeah, yeah. No, we're definitely like, the goal is also to build a community and create those connections. And it's been amazing for us to travel and run into former participants and guests who are like hanging out together and one of them lives in Canada and the other one lives in like Washington somewhere and they're we like all meet up for dinner and it's like oh you guys are friends and they're like yeah we met like we like sometimes we don't even realize that they've met at our events like we just they seem like such good friends um it's even a surprise to us those connections that are made so um yeah it is cool like the lady shred train it gets pretty rowdy and rad out there for sure. Yeah. Do you want, do you want to mention what you're doing with Rebecca Rush? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So exciting. So, um, Rebecca Rush, seven time world champion, first female ascent of the El Capitan, like just all around Red Bull athlete, badass, amazing, inspirational hero of ours. Um, we are, uh, exclusively partnering with her next year. So she'll be our only like non Rome, uh, event partner for next year. And we are working with her to, uh, continue her rush academies, which are multi-day training camps for gravel and mountain biking. And she's throwing in, um, right now we're calling it gravel light. So it's a, you know, a hardcore gravel academy, but not quite as hardcore as her standard gravel training camp, which is for sure hardcore. (laughs) Um, And then we've got a mountain bike academy with her happening next summer. And then we are going to continue to work with her at Rebecca's Private Idaho, um, which I mentioned before is a gravel race. There's a multi-day stage race combined with a hundred mile gravel race that takes place on a Sunday in Ketchum. And uh, yeah, Rebecca is just super inspiring and a hoot and we have so much fun with her and she's so knowledgeable about bikes and competing and all of those things. So it's kind of fun for us to delve into the more competitive side of things because our events are so non-competitive focused for the most part. Um, Yeah. So we're really excited to be working with her. That's great. That's going to be really fun. I should come to one of them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You you definitely, like, RPI is kind of ridiculous, and you need to stay uh, for Gal- Galena. What was it called, Andy? Andy just walked in. Galena Quaffing. Oh, Galande Quaffing. Galande oh. Quaffing. 
I'm going yeah, to I'll send you. I'll send you a video. <laughs> uh, you haven't seen Rebecca compete until you've seen her Galanda quaff. Holy moly. It was like <laughs> next, next level. <laughs> I bet you guys would be some pretty tough competition, though. We did okay. We made it to the quarterfinals. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you Rebecca's secrets uh, in person. I can't, I can't give them out over the airwaves, but there is some, some secrets to Galande quaffing pro level. I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be a ton of fun. So Awesome. Uh, well, I'm excited to see you in Sedona. And yeah. I encourage everyone who listens to this podcast to drop what they're doing and go sign up for Real Bike Fest and uh, and meet us there. Yeah, it's going to be so Rome Bikefest dot com, uh, or you can just find all of our events at thisisrome dot com, and Rome is like R O A M, like the buffalo that Rome, uh, not the 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 place you vacation to in Europe. <laughs> awesome thank you so much for being here and um, I'll see you in Arizona awesome thanks Lisa you can follow Ash and Andy on Instagram they are at this is Rome R-O-A-M on Instagram check that out go to their website thisisrome.com that's where you can follow them sign up for Rome Bike Fest or a Rome retreat or just see how great they are Check them out.